And welcome to We Know Fantasy, the waiver wire episode. This is Zach. I am your fill-in host this evening. And with me, we have Coach Steve. Coach Steve, what's up, man? Say hello to everybody. What's going on, everybody? Uh, glad to be here on a fill-in for a Monday night episode of the waiver wire wishlist. Looking forward to some uh, waiver talk tonight. Yes, and your list looks good, man. Uh, we compared notes pre-show, and uh, I think once again we have a real strong episode and some good content for our listeners. Steve, where can these fine people find you on the interweb? Yeah, you can find me over on Twitter at Coach Stephen P, and you can follow me there and ask me any questions you need me to. Very good, and uh, I am Zach Van Meter, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TecmoZach, that's T-E-C-M-O-Z-A-C-K on both. And you can follow We Know Fantasy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just like it sounds, We Know Fantasy. All right, let's get started. Uh, we're going to start with the QBs here, like always. Uh, for anybody, if this is your first time tuning in, we do a quarterback each, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a tight end. So it's time to get started. So for you... Let's actually let's start with me uh, with wide receipt with quarterback, excuse me. And I I know it's a little murky the situation going on, but home dude looks good, and I just do not think they're gonna go back. So I'm going Justin Herbert. He just looks amazing, and he's got a quite a, a pretty good three games uh, schedule coming up as well. You got uh, Saints, Jets for the next two weeks. Particularly the Jets is a good one. I'm about it, and uh, if you're, you know, if you lost Cam to COVID or anything else, I'm. I think he's a good streamer this week. What's yeah. It? Oh, sorry, sorry, Zach. Didn't mean to cut you off. Are you good? No, I was going to ask you what you think. Yeah, no, I, I like that pick there. I like Justin Herbert. I mean, I was a little down on him on the draft. I thought he had, you know, things to work on still that maybe wouldn't be ready for 2020. But he looks fantastic out there, and it's not like he's turned the ball over that much. I mean, he has in every single game, but the fact that he's, like, being very accurate with the ball was something I was very concerned with, and he's looking really good. That three-touchdown game against a pretty stout Bucks defense, that was impressive. Yeah, and he's 11.7% owned in ESPN, 16% owned in Yahoo, so home dude's out there. He's in just about every league. If you're needing help, this is the guy you need to attack. Who is your quarterback for the week, sir? Uh, my quarterback is is more of a fill-in, and it could be somewhat of a long-term thing with the upcoming schedule, but mine's Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he had a really nice game against Arizona Cardinals this week, and and it was three touchdowns, two in the air, one on the ground. Against, and again, the Cardinals were pretty good defense overall, but now he gets to go up to Atlanta, and we'll see very shortly, as Atlanta's playing now, how bad that defense really is. And they're the number one team against uh, fantasy quarterbacks right now, allowing the most points. And Teddy's got a good core around him. And I know Christian McCaffrey won't be back for maybe another week, but uh, he could be looking in as another maybe similar performance to almost 30 fantasy points this week uh, in a possible shootout with Atlanta right now. Nice. What is his ownership percentages looking like? Uh, his ownership percentage was looking like, hold on, I have it right here. I believe it's in 19 in Yahoo and 10 in ESPN currently right now. So he's available for you guys out there if you need him. And I actually think I like his matchup better than I do Herbert's for this week. And there's a little bit more certainty. So if I'm if I lost Cam and I picked up a Ryan Fitzpatrick or whoever to stream for last week and I need somebody else for this week, I, I think I would do Teddy Bridgewater first and, and Herbert right after. Teddy Bridgewater will be the starter this week, barring a, a crazy COVID adventure, right? But uh, Herbert, who knows? Uh, 
Lynn could always make a change this week, although I don't think he will. But I would prioritize that my man Teddy be there. Plus, he runs. And we love running quarterbacks for fantasy. That's a, that's a big bonus for you guys as well out there. So, on to the running backs. We're going to start with you. Who do you got for me? Oh, well, as you guys all know, unfortunately, my man crush of Nick Chubb is out for at least three weeks uh, or so. Well, probably up to six at least. And someone filled in for him with Kareem Hunt last week, and it was uh, Dearness Johnson. And... You know, if you look at it, you're like, oh, well, maybe he came in late in the game because we obviously know that the Browns were, you know, winning this game by a lot early on, or at least by half. But no, by halftime, he had five carries for 50 yards. And I was watching some replays of that game, and I heard the announcer go like three times. It was like, oh, is that oh, well, Cream Hunt with a great run? No, that's that's Dearness uh, Johnson. And I think even though Cream Hunt, everyone's probably going to be like, oh, Cream Hunt's going to be the number one running back game, yeah, it's possible. Cream Hunt was a little banged up, and Johnson looked really good in, in limited time. And honestly, right now with everything going on, uh, he could be in line for at least a solid, you know, 40% of the work. And at least possibly if Cream Hunt maybe gets hurt, could see full-time work possibly. So he's my number one running back and my number one possible pickup this week. Nice. And my man also, not only did he look pretty electric, there's, there's it's going to go two ways here. Um a, Kareem Hunt was nursing a groin injury all week, so maybe they limited him a little bit, so we'll see a little less. He's still definitely flex-worthy. Or they give him a very similar workload to what they were doing Chubb and keep Kareem Hunt in the same role, and he's fringe RB2 territory, so it can go it could go either way. I think either way, he is definitely an ad and definitely is probably in your lineup this week if you're able to get him because that means you're one of the teams like me that's uh, struggling from injuries in a few spots. So uh, what are his uh, ownership percentages looking like? Oh, you guys could get him everywhere. He's owning 1% in Yahoo and 0% in uh, ESPN. So some Yahoo people know know what's up with him already, apparently. So you can nice. get him anywhere. Nice. I'm going to turn the table to the other team that was uh, thrown with an in- injury this week. It's the Chargers. First off, this isn't who it's about, but you know from listening to this podcast, I am a Joshua Kelly Dude, peek at your waiver wire. After the first two weeks, he had two bad weeks, and some people dropped him. He actually fell to like 60% ownership, so he might be there. He's not in any of my leagues, but he just might. So I think he's a priority over all of these guys if he's there. That's my mandatory Josh uh, Joshua Kelly talk for the episode. So on to uh, the other uh, Charger running back. It's Justin Jackson, who I think is a pickup this week that you need. Um, he's 8.9% owned in ESPN, 5% owned in Yahoo. He will more than likely fill the Eckler role, is what I'm thinking, a little bit more passing work. If Justin uh, Herbert is still the quarterback, this is gold, by the way, for him. And uh, if you remember two years ago in the playoffs, he won some fantasy playoff games with some really strong performances. So I'm all about picking this dude up. Do you have any thoughts on Justin Jackson? Yeah, I think he's a pretty important pickup as well. I mean... It's kind of like uh, Johnson, but not injury-related. Like Joshua Kelly, I like him. I like Joshua Kelly a lot. I was very high on Joshua Kelly coming, uh, going into a rookie drafts, and you play Dynasty. But over the last couple of games, not so great. Kind of in a very inefficient with his runs. I know he's played some tough defenses, but I believe he's had some fumbling issues. So, if anything, that could cause Jack uh, Jackson to see possibly more work uh, due to the rookie errors right now. And you know we don't like running backs who fumble. So if if Justin Jackson can hold on to the ball and be good, what 
he's able to do. You found yourself a possible running back for the next month and a half, maybe. All right. Who is your who is your RB two? My RB two, um, he is a current backup, so he probably won't see the starting job at least this week. But it's Chase Edmonds, guys, and right now I believe he's owned. And let me just pull that up real quick. I had it here. My notes are all over the place, unfortunately. I'm sorry. But he's owned in 34% of Yahoo and 25% of ESPN currently. So he's out there. I think people dropped him after him not really doing too much early on in the season. But Kenyon Drake, as he's been okay so far this season, but he's been a little inefficient. And, and it's not his own fault, but it's the team. And the team is kind of like leaning towards Chase Edmonds is more of that passing down work. So far this season, Chase Edmonds has 17 targets compared to um, Kenyon Drake's only his five. So clearly Edmonds is involved in this offense. And if they continue possibly to kind of go away from Drake, which it seems like his carries have been kind of slipping and he hasn't really seen the fantasy points we'd like, uh, that could cause uh, Chase Edmonds possibly to see a bigger workload in this offense here. And who knows? He could be the guy who ends up taking over maybe for Kenyon Drake at some point this season if if they want to kind of change things up a little bit. I, I, I am a Chase Edmonds guy. Actually, I'm in four fantasy football leagues, and I own him in three. Uh, not picked up off waivers, actually drafted him and held on because when you, when you give the man the ball, he does well. And I have never been about the Drake. I, I hate the Drake. And I think Chess Edmonds is just a much better football player. And when you were uh, sending me the messages, I was I was floored to see his ownership percentages. What are they right now? They're pretty low, huh? Yeah, it was only like 34 in Yahoo and 25 in ESPN right now. It's it's extremely low. I think people were just scared that he wasn't producing early on or just bought into the uh, Kenyon Drake uh, breakout season. Man. All right. My running back, two is going to Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a guy that a lot of people were about until just Tampa. These got buried on the Tampa Bay depth chart. It's Keyshawn Vaughn. Home dude had a touchdown this week. Now, he is the last pickup of the guys that we're mentioning. I would probably rank them Chase Edmonds, Justin Jackson, then Dearness Johnson, and then him. But Keyshawn's worth a pickup this week, and this is why. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers play on Thursday night football. LaShawn McCoy is probably going to miss at least two weeks with an ankle injury. And Lynn Fournette is the king of soft tissue injury, so I'm not sure if he's going to be ready either. So it's a very real opportunity that he's going to get 30 to 40% catches and be in that pass-catching role. So I, I like him a lot in a PPR this week. He's only 5% owned in ESPN, 6% owned in Yahoo. He is an absolute Hail Mary flex. But if you're a listener of this podcast and you are winning right now, like let's say you're, you know, three and one, four and oh, two and two, you might not get a crack at one of the top three guys. This is one that you could get that could be really, really good for you and might help if you have a running back that's injured. Uh, what are your thoughts on my man Keyshawn Bond? Yeah, I think he's, you know, he has possible play right now, especially with McCoy out and Fournette, like you mentioned, for Thursday night. But he could be end up a long term option too. You know, sometimes, you know, people were kind of like kind of hating that Leonard Fournette went there and then kind of buried him on the depth chart a little bit. But, you know, injuries happen and inefficiencies happen and poor play happens. Like Ronald Jones, you know, dropping like three passes, I think he had this week, if I'm not mistaken. Keyshawn Vaughn could see his way into the starting lineup. It's who's going to be the best of the best. And he could end up being that guy for them uh, for the short term and possibly the long term season. So, I mean, you grab him now, see what he's able to do. And again, if he doesn't do anything over the next couple of weeks, just drop him. I mean, you got on your kind of your end of your bench who could end up performing really well or just 
you know, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And with, with him as well, LaShawn McCoy hasn't looked good at all. So worst case scenario, you got a guy that takes that role over. So it's something to keep an eye on. Um, I'm going to go to the wide receivers now. My first wide receiver, this is one we talked about last week. So why didn't you pick him up? He's still only 25% owned in ESPN, 33% owned in Yahoo. I guess maybe because of the name, people think that A.J. Green is still A.J. Green, and that's why they don't want a part of it. But the number two wide receiver on Cincinnati, a team that passes a lot, by the way, is Mr. T. Higgins, and he needs to be picked up. Uh, This week, he followed up his two-touchdown performance with four catches for 77 yards. Pick him up, win your league, let's go. Any thoughts on T. Higgins? Oh, I love T. Higgins. I, I was an absolute fan of him. I try to draft him everywhere possible I could have, uh, in Dynasty at least, maybe not in Rejects. But we wanted to see what happened with him, how this offense was going to take shape. And it just seems like T. Higgins seems to have somewhat of a connection with Joe Burrow that A.J. Green unfortunately isn't seeing right now. And he's been producing over the last couple of weeks, even playing more snaps than A.J. Green over, I think, the last two weeks now. So the rookie, I think, is just finding himself in this offense. Now it's been four games. That's preseason. It's out of the way now. He could end up rising real quickly and seeing a big role in an offense uh, that's probably going to pass a lot. And, yeah, I like to get into the pick right now. All right, perfect. Who is your wide receiver one this week? Uh, my wide receiver one, I went with Scotty Miller uh, from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, guys. Uh, and he's, again, a pretty solid fill-in for the next couple of weeks. And right now with Chris Godwin banged up and now the loss of O.J. Howard. So there's options that are opening up. And even when Chris Godwin does come back, I think Scotty Miller's role will still be somewhat relevant there with you know the loss of O.J. Howard as well. And he looked good this past week, you know, 83 yards and a touchdown on five ca- uh, five catches. You know, he's a little banged up, but uh, if he can stay healthy, you know, this offense is continually having to pass the ball. Tom Brady has picked up Jameis Winston's pick six atmosphere, apparently, and uh, they're going to have to throw the ball consistently. And that's what they're going to end up doing, as we talked about the run game being kind of up and down a lot. So I uh, like Scotty Miller as a possible, you know, Guy that he puts on your bench and a good bye week filler. Absolutely. And Mike Evans didn't practice today. And he had that, he was able to come back in the game, obviously, you know, got adrenaline pumping and everything else. A lot of times, ankle sprains, injuries are easier to kind of come back with in the game. And then, you know, it's, it's, you don't practice for a few days, but the game's Thursday again. So I think, I think, my, I know he missed practice today also, but today's more, so it, it's something to keep an eye on. But I think Scotty Miller will play, and he's going to have a heavy workload for sure, which uh, makes me like him as well. That is an excellent streaming choice. What are his ownership percentages looking like? Yeah, it's uh, 16% in Yahoo and 11% in ESPN right now, guys. So he's very literally available out there for you, and people didn't seem to want to pick him up after his Week 2 performance. So uh, he probably got dropped after Week 3. So pick him back up and see what he's able to do for you. Uh, I think he's going to see a, a pretty solid share of targets right now. Very good. All right. My wide receiver, too, is Asta Lavishka, baby. Uh, Lavishka Chenault of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Every week, he just seems to be more and more involved in the offense. And I think that he's he's getting really good and getting close to being flex-worthy. Uh, five receptions for 86 yards this week. Uh, 27% owned in uh, ESPN, 24% owned in Yahoo, so very much available. He's a big part of that offense, and that and that role is just growing. Uh, don't sleep one more week. It's time to grab him now. you have any thoughts on my man, Lavishka? 
Yeah, Levishka, uh honestly, I wasn't a big fan coming out uh, when he was coming out, honestly. But he looks really impressive on the field right now, and he seemed to have a pretty strong role uh, from out the gate. I mean, he got a touchdown in week one, and then he's just continuously performing very well, being kind of like a safety blanket right now to Menchu right around that, like, first down line. I think he's got, like, a whole bunch of first downs so far this season. And, again, like we mentioned week one, like, Mention only having 24 passes, that wasn't going to happen. It's going to be 40-plus most weeks, and you've seen that over the last couple weeks now. This offense is going to have to pass the ball, and Chanel is going to continue to see targets in this offense here out of the slot role uh, as he continues to grow as a player in the NFL right now. And they'll run him a little bit, too, which yeah. gives him a better floor than most receivers, so that's, that's a good thing for sure. All right, wide receiver two for you. Who is it? Yes, uh, mine's Tim Patrick. Uh, Thursday night football against the Denver oh, with the Denver Broncos, not against them. Uh, he has back-to-back touchdowns now, and you know I really watched that game a lot just because it was the Thursday and it was football. But uh, he looked pretty impressive for the most part. I like what he was able to do on the field there. Uh, very tough runner, runner, and catcher, and just in general sense. And this team needs weapons. I mean, Noah Font's out for Week Five now. I mean, he lost Cortland Sutton for the year. Jerry Judy's still only a rookie, guys. Let's not forget that. Uh, they need someone to step up, and Tim Patrick seemed to be the guy to step up. And, again, this defense isn't the best, so they're going to end up having to throw the ball more than they'd like. And I think Tim Patrick can be a solid guy for you could possibly start him this week or just a really good bye week for Philip for right now. Yeah, man, and uh, some some insider information for you as well. So uh, I think you pronounced the name Ripkin. Is that right, the quarterback that started on Thursday yes. uh, for the Broncos? There's a good shot he's the quarterback again this week. I, I I would be so surprised if Drew Locke was ready this week. I think it's going to be one more for him. He worked a lot. They were on kind of the, the 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 second team together, Tim Patrick a little bit. So the connection's there, and it's been very evident with Ripken. So I 100% uh, think that that connection's real. So it makes him a very, very good streamer, especially if Ripken's the QB. How are his uh, ownership percentages looking? Oh, he's low. He's so low right now. If I'm not mistaken, he's one percent in both ESPN and Yahoo. So he's a guy who needs to get the needs to get picked up this week, and that's got to go up a little bit higher at least. All right, all right. So tight end, who is your tight end stream of the week? Uh, my tight end stream of the week is Jordan Aikens, and if it's he- if he's healthy, uh, I like Jordan Aikens so far this season. He's been kind of like an under the radar tight end right now, being very productive in limited capacity, but. Uh, Sean Watson, uh, he needs some help. And obviously it's been, I mean, outside of Will Fuller right now, no one else is really performing. And him and Aikens has a connection from the last couple of years together now. And the way this offense is going with Bill Bryan being fired, things could change and it could end up being more of a tight end heavy possibly. If he's healthy, I think he is a great pickup this week. Uh, hopefully find out maybe more tomorrow. I didn't see anything about his health right now. He has a concussion. But if you can afford to put this guy on your bench, say your tight end's going on a bye maybe in week five or week six, I'm sorry, uh, he could be a guy who would easily surprise you as a starting tight end right now in this league. Yeah, if you have TJ Hawkinson, it's his bye this week uh, coming up week five. So that would be an excellent uh, fill-in, I believe. And now with them going to Romeo Cornell as the interim coach, maybe some of this dual tight end, not using the tight end tomfoolery will be thrown to the wayside and they'll actually do the right thing. <laughs> and utilize them in the game plan more, right? Especially because their their wide receiver options are kind of meh, if if that That's makes sense. Great. <laughs> just, just a wee bit meh. 
Oh, my dog's excited about how meh it is right now. <laughs> so what uh, what are the ownership percentages looking like for my man? Yeah, his ownership right now, he's 12% in Yahoo and 5% ESPN right now. So he's relatively available for you guys. So if you need a tight end, uh, he's a very solid, I think, safe floor to his tight end position this week. All right. In my tight end stream of the week, I can guarantee you he's on your waiver wire right now. He's 0.2% owned in ESPN, 0% owned in Yahoo. Not one Yahoo owner owns this man. Uh, we mentioned You mentioned it earlier. O.J. Howard is injured. Uh, Cameron Brait, he caught a touchdown this week. Gronk, you could make a case for Gronk because he's Gronk. He's played a little bit more, but... My, I don't know, man. Cameron Brake can kind of ball if he's given the opportunity. He's shown it before. Like two years ago, he was a really good tight end for fantasy. So I would pick him up. I don't know if I'd have the cojones to start him on Thursday. Maybe you have Hawkinson and you can't get anybody else, so you plug him in and just hope for a TD. But I think I would roster him, and let's see what happens. Uh, they use two tight ends. Uh, Tom Brady loves tight ends. They're down receiving options this week, so I do think it's going to be a thing. So uh, check that. I would have the cojones, the cojones to start him this week. I approve this message. What do you think, Cameron Bright? I, I like that pick. It's sneaky as can be right now. I, Cameron Bray, I've always been somewhat a fan of that. Like I feel like he just needed to go to a team where they would use him more often. And obviously, he's been kind of stuck right now in Tampa for the last couple of years. But he's seen productive seasons out of him over his time in Tampa. And... With the way that Gronk's really not getting that involved in the passing game, I wouldn't be surprised if Brake kind of takes over that O.J. Howard role this year and kind of plays relatively well the rest of the season. Right. Would you do Brake or would you do your tight end as a priority if you were a T.J. Hawkinson owner that needed a replacement? Um, Pretty tough, right? It's a little tough. I'd probably just go Acres because I know that he's got a safer floor. I think Brake's more of a risky option because you just don't know how they will divvy up the targets after this, but he could end up being a weak winner for you. He gets well, probably two touchdowns on Sunday on Thursday. And you know what, too, man? My rule of thumb is if it's close, I tend to fade Thursday night football because there's nothing's worse than making the wrong call than having to eat it for like three days because Sunday seems so far away from Thursday night if you make the wrong choice, you know? Definitely. There's actually uh, one more play I want to mention real quick. Okay. Um, if you're not watching this Patriots games, guys, right now, well, they just they just got the ball picked in pick six. Um, Damien Harris, I should have put him in there earlier um, as one of my actual guys. But Damien Harris, guys, I've seen him. I'm watching him play, and he's got, like, almost 15 carries. No other Patriots had 15 carries this season or even come close past 10. Uh, he's owned only in 26% in Yahoo and 16 in ESPN. I know the Patriots, you want to kind of stay away from that backfield, but with Sony Michelle on IR, guys, he may be in running for these top guys we just mentioned tonight. You might want to consider him if he's still out there. Oh, man, especially if Cam comes back healthy, too. Oh, man. I mean, the hype was real in the preseason. I'm surprised he's fully owned, honestly. Yeah, I have him on my, all my IR benches, so but he must be the only one. Nice. All right, man. Well, I think I think we knocked it out of the park. That's a good episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anything in closing you want to say to the people? Um, good luck on the rest of your week four, and hopefully week five doesn't give us any headaches like week four almost did. So. Excellent. And where can the people find you again? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Coach Stephen P. Give me a follow. 
All right. And I am Zach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TecmoZach. That's T-E-C-M-O-Z-A-C-K. And us, this is We Know Fantasy. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or the Instagram at We Know Fantasy. Week five's tomorrow, so get ready. Hopefully our insight on these picks helped you. And um, as always, my DMs are open. If you have questions, feel free to ask. Also, don't be, don't hesitate to ask a scooter drop. When you pick somebody up, someone's got to be cut. Sometimes that's not the easiest decision, so don't hesitate to reach out. This is We Know Fantasy, and we are signing off. Peace. Peace.